Hi everyone, Sarah here. Before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to tell you to stick around at the end of the show today for a special Thanksgiving thank you and season one wrap up. Please enjoy episode 18, where we talk to Huron Perth Public Health about the COVID-19 pandemic and helpful tools for businesses. Welcome to the Perth County Podcast, the podcast dedicated to providing you with the insights, tools, and best practices to help your business prosper in Perth County. I'm Sarah Franklin, and today I had the chance to speak with Jessica Van Geffen, a public health inspector with Huron Perth Public Health. Jessica has been a public health inspector for 14 years. She started in 2006 working for the former Huron County Health Unit, which is now known as Huron Perth Public Health. In her free time, she enjoys hiking, kayaking, and camping with her two boys and husband. Okay, welcome to the show, Jessica. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here today. So tell us about the role of Huron Perth Public Health in the community. Huron Perth Public Health's role is prevention of disease. Our job is to keep people healthy in order to avoid needing other parts of the healthcare system. We do this through health promotion and disease prevention programs to inform the public about healthy lifestyles, communicable disease control, immunization, food premise inspections, drinking water safety, rabies control, healthy growth and development, including parenting education, health education for all ages, groups, and sectors, and selected screening services. During the pandemic, we have been doing case and contact tracing, outbreak management, and education and enforcement of regulations. Wow, that's that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we kind of cover a lot of areas that people don't realize that we do. Absolutely. So you are a public health inspector. So what does that mean? What is your specific role? So my job, I absolutely love it. And I love the variety of my job. Um, The best part of my job is never knowing what's going to come across my desk. And particularly in these days, you just never know what's going to what's going to pop up. So working in a rural health unit, I get the opportunity to cover all program areas. So one day I could be conducting food inspections, investigating an animal bite, and following up on a health hazard complaint. The next day I could be dealing with drinking water or a pool inspection, conducting a salmonella investigation, or managing an enteric outbreak. My job is to educate and enforce um, public health regulations It is a career that offers challenges, varieties, um, continual growth, and satisfaction of protecting the public. Yeah, that's that's great to never have two days that are the same. Yeah, you just never know what's going to happen or what's going to come up. And every once in a while, you get once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. (laughs) Wonderful. As we all know, Ontario has been experiencing a resurgence of cases of COVID-19 this fall. What are some of the observations you've seen at Huron Perth Public Health that have contributed to this rise? So right now um, in our region, we have not been experiencing the steep resurgence that larger urban areas have been experiencing. I can't speak for what other regions are experiencing, but it's important to remember that the virus does not respect borders. At any time, the large surge can spill over into Huron and Perth and into our more vulnerable populations like long-term care if we're not careful. If numbers really go up, it can overwhelm our system. Now that the weather is getting cooler and people are taking part in indoor activities, this is the time for us to work harder and be 
vigilant about our choices so we can control rates of transmission. We all want to work together towards a better outcome where we can continue our social and economic activities in a safe way so that we can keep cases low and protect vulnerable populations and our health care capacity. We all need to do our part. Yeah, absolutely. And we've been thankful to see uh, that in this area, at least, we haven't had the same steep rise in cases. But I know that due to the provincial rise, Dr. Claussen, the Chief Medical Officer of Health, has released some updated instructions for the public. Can you tell us a little bit more about those? So the health unit started these um, updates of the instructions before the rise in cases really started to happen in the province. The instructions were not revised solely due to the rising cases, but rather to align with changes in provincial guidelines and legislation to strengthen lang- language um, regarding requirements for business owners and operators. And the need to do this update um, was brought to light after we had worked with some businesses on COVID-19 related items and determined that there needed to be more direction. So we've updated them. And here are some of the things that we've updated. So we brought it in line more with the um, provincial regulations and acts surrounding COVID-19. We updated the instructions to make wording clearer on the requirements specifically for um, active screening of employees and requirements for masking in non-public areas. Just, um, Just recently, both active screening of employees and mask requirements have been added to the Ontario Regulation 364, which is the rules for areas in stage three. So for active screening, we've made the language more clearer and now it basically tells um, employers that they need to actively screen all employees and at a minimum, they need to um, use and develop a screening tool that includes COVID-19 questions, travel contact with COVID-19, cases on being tested, Um, that the screening needs to be completed before the staff commence their shift, and that active screening records need to be maintained for 15 days. And if the employee fails screening, then they must be sent home. So we just wanted to make sure screening is really important and making sure that people aren't coming into work sick. That's really important in preventing a spread in a workplace. So I know a lot of businesses, one of the things that we've had a lot of questions about is businesses saying it's hard for them to do the active screening. Every business is designed differently. They're going to have to come up with unique ways that work for them to do the screening. So screening is really important and that's why it's in our instructions and that's why it's now in the regulation. We also included requirements for developing policies around COVID-19 and we updated enforcement um, options. So if we find that we just, education isn't working, because in public health, our first step is always to educate people on it, on things. And if we can't get change with education, then we do have our next avenue, which is enforcement. So if we find that people just aren't following the instructions or the regulation, then we do have the option to go for enforcement. And then um, we also added additional information around the process for updating the instructions when the dates would be and how often we'd update them. Okay. So that's a lot of information. And I know one of the features of the pandemic is it can be very overwhelming with information. Um, And business owners are working very hard to adapt their operations. 
So I know here on Perth Public Health has come out with a step-by-step COVID prevention toolkit for workplaces, which is very helpful. Can you tell us about what that toolkit includes? Yeah, so we knew that the toolkit was really important because at work, at the health unit, we're getting a lot of information and we're finding it overwhelming. So I know that operators themselves were also finding it overwhelming. So we created this toolkit, which is a one-stop shop that really if they work through it and they do the checklist and they, um, they create the policies that are outlined in there through the templates, then really they'll be set for, um, for making sure that they, they've got a good start to covering the precaution and preventions um, and protecting their workers. So the other thing is, is that it's important that it's an evolving situation. So there's lots of changes. So this is a toolkit that can help you right now, but to remember that you're going to have to update and change stuff in the toolkit as well. So the toolkit focuses on screening, physical distancing, cleaning and disinfecting, personal hygiene, masks, and education supports. So um, in the areas under each topic title, we have a brief description of the requirement, a checklist for what needs to be done, a sample um, policy template where they just have to go through and answer questions. And then um, we also have supportive posters and tools. So for screening, we have a screening tool there and then we have um, posters that they can put up to passively screen their customers. That's really helpful. Where would a business owner go to download this toolkit or pull it up on online? So for the latest information, I'd encourage listeners to visit the hpph.ca slash workplace webpage. The thing with this page, it's really nice because you can subscribe to it. Um, And then outside of um, the health unit, so we've got our tool. There's another great organization that can help businesses and it is the Workplace Safety and Prevention Services. And um, they're out there to help workplaces and they can help develop policies or walk them through what they need to do. So it's a great resource. And they can be contacted Monday through Friday between 8.30 and 4.30 at one 877 or online at covid19.wsps. And if people are reading this information online and perhaps there's something that's unclear and they'd like to reach out to the health unit um, for some clarification, is there a best contact for that? So if they have specific questions, the best way to um, get it to the inspectors at the health unit is to actually send it to our email address. So we have inspections with an, so inspections at hbh.ca, or if you don't have access to email, you can call us at 1-888-221-2133 and ask to speak to a public health inspector. And this can be done Monday through Friday between 8.30 and 4.30. Great. And we'll include that information in our show notes as well so people have it. I know there's a lot of information we've talked about for businesses. Is there any sort of key components or recommendations that you think would be helpful to reiterate to businesses as they're continuing to navigate the pandemic? I think that one of the big things is to remember the two P's is to have, um, is to be, have preparedness and to have patience. So we want to make sure that we're prepared because things are changing and evolving 
and we never know when things could be pulled back or, or when they could move forward um, or when a no, new requirement is in place. So to think about your business, for instance, a restaurant, if all of a sudden we rolled back into stage two, having a plan for going back to takeout instead of dine-in or dine-out options. So thinking about those types of things about how a stage two rollback could affect your business and start planning for that. And then patience, we all need to have patience because things are changing and they're changing fast. And this is all new to us. It's, um, it's new to business operators to be operating this way and it's new to public health and to everybody in the world basically. Um, I wish we always had the answers at the health unit, um, but sometimes changes happen really quickly. And so often we have to take some time to come up with the right answers or to come up with something like the toolkit and know that the health unit staff are working hard to get the information to you as soon as we can. And I can't miss the opportunity to always remind people to stay home when sick and if needed, seek medical attention um, or assessment to always wash your hands and remember to wear your mask. Of course, that's really helpful reminders. So is there anything else that Huron Perth Public Health is working on that could be COVID related or otherwise that the public or business owners should keep an eye out for? There's lots of things um, kind of going on at the health units, a busy place right now. <laughs> um, and we're trying to make sure that we're serving our, our public the best we can. So we've also seen over the last several months just how fast information is flowing during this pandemic. We are doing our best to keep our operators and other workplaces updated as quickly as we can. And for the latest information, I'd encourage everybody to visit again the hpph.ca workplace webpage and subscribe to it or give the health unit a call again. And I know we've talked a lot about business, but uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that we are heading into Thanksgiving weekend and people will be looking to prepare a Thanksgiving meal. I'm sure there's more information flowing, um, recommendations for people and gatherings. Um, is there a specific place people could go to find out information or if they have questions about what to do this weekend? Yeah, so you can give the health unit, um, you can check out the health unit's website, hppa.ca. Um, or you can give the health unit Healthline a call and they can give you more information. I think it's important to also stay tuned to what's going on in the province and the recommendations that the province has because the province has changed um, social gathering limits in the private home. So staying up to date as to what the provincial requirements are for social gatherings as well. So before we wrap up, I'm just going to ask you one of the questions we ask everyone, which is what is one of your favorite things about Perth County? So I would say driving down the country roads in the fall is my favorite thing. All the beautiful colors and seeing the crops being harvested and um, it's relaxing. Even when you're having a stressful day, just taking that drive is the best. That's great. And before I let you go, because we're heading into Thanksgiving weekend, I do want to give thanks to you and Dr. Claussen and the whole team at Huron Perth Public Health. I know you've been working very hard and you've been very dedicated throughout the pandemic, providing valuable resources and helping guide our communities through this uncertain time. So thank you for your time today and thank you for your work during the pandemic. Oh, thank you. Hi, everyone. Sarah here. Before we conclude this week's episode, and as we move into the Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada, I wanted to extend a thank you to you, 
for listening to season one of the Perth County podcast. This podcast started as a project back in the spring and has been aimed at sharing important information in a new format during the COVID-19 pandemic. Since then, it's hard to believe that our first season has grown to 18 episodes. It has been amazing through the wonders of technology to be able to still connect with so many people each week and to share information about the incredible organizations we have supporting our business community here in Perth County. As we wrap up season one, I wanted to take a moment to thank all of our guests for taking time out of their busy schedules to be part of the show. Megan Marshall from Perth Community Futures Development Corporation, Danielle Collins from the Ontario Federation of Agriculture, Kara Jones from Partners in Employment, MPP Randy Pettipiece and MP John Nader, Ryan Erb from the United Way Perth Huron, Holly Mortimer from the Stratford Perth Centre for Business, Heidi Culliton from the Stratford Perth Community Foundation, Clinton Butter and Dale Snyder from Farm Credit Canada, Steve Smith from the Ministry of Economic Development, Job Creation and Trade, Antoine Stewart from Employ, Leith Deacon from the University of Guelph, Gemma Mendez-Smith from the Four County Labour Market Planning Board, Kaya Simons from Stop VAW Perth County, Tina Buchler from Conestoga Career Centre, Aaron Rosland from the Ontario Investment Office in the UK, and our most recent guest, Jessica Van Geffen from the Huron-Perth Public Health Unit. If you haven't had a chance to explore all of our episodes, I encourage you to listen back and learn more about these fantastic local organizations supporting our community. I'd also like to thank our listeners for tuning in each week. It has been great to see our listenership grow as new episodes are discovered. This latest episode will conclude our first season, and we're going to take a break to plan future episodes and season. We have some ideas on new topics we want to explore and conversations we'd like to have, but I would love to hear from you. Please send an email to ecdev at perthcounty.ca with any of your ideas. So that's all for now. Until next season, stay safe and healthy, everyone, and have a wonderful Thanksgiving.